unscripted. Each episode is available to view on YouTube, so be sure to check us out. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. I think that we can get confused and say, oh, man must do this, woman must do this, right. and any crossing of those roles right. is bad. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode where Sam gets to run her mouth. And is They're good episodes. Why are you acting good. like ashamed? This is them. exciting. I love good. Well, okay, I was telling some of my friends and family about the chance that everyone like you guys have given me to talk about these things that are really important to me and we're very just kind saying, and like, gracious I, it means <laughs> a lot like it means a lot to me and so i'm just so thankful to have the chance to talk about these things um it's important well it's kind of impossible to talk about these topics perfectly where everyone ends up being happy it's important to at least like start it and to start these conversations right. um so without further ado let me introduce the topic it's uh, we're going to talk about women in the workforce and particularly within the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, some of the history, some of the traditions and some of the things that women are facing that we probably need to do a better job of trying to overcome in our culture. So something really cool is that uh, Utah women in the 1800s and early 1900s were some of the most, if not the most proactive leaders that like started a wave of suffrage for women in the United States. So cool. So you would think that the older church people would be very not into that. Right. Right? right. Like, your place is in the making babies, you know? <laughs> but, like, I, it, I feel like if you understand your relationship with God and what he wants for you, right. you'll understand that there's no just do this, mm-hmm. you know, like, right. he wants you to develop whatever your talents are and be who you want to be. And Absolutely. And, and um and honestly, lots of prophets have spoken about the importance of women and their pivotal roles within the church, within the home, within their communities. Um, but unfortunately, there has been a trend, primarily, I would say, like post-World War II, um, mm. like post-war, mm-hmm. post-suffrage, um, where there was a really, really big pressure and emphasis placed on women that their primary place was in the home. Right. And I can really relate to this and I can share a little bit of my story. So I grew up in a really small rural community. Um, I was not um, introduced to or exposed to a whole lot of working women in my upbringing at all. Um, I don't think I met any women who had successful, lucrative, full-time careers. And I come from a family where on both sides, um, grandma's great grandma stayed home and my mom stayed home. And I have benefited so greatly from my mom's loving care and attention and just, I love my mom, but that's, that's the path that they all chose, right. which isn't good or bad. I mean, that's, that's it's just, but that choice. just means that's the only example you're exposed to, but that's all I had. Right. And so I can honestly say, um, that I, I culturally was never really raised with the idea that I was going to go to college and like really pursue a full-time career. And that's not because anyone was trying to be sexist or hold me back. It was just, it just is. It just was. I always felt that I was going to go to college. That That's something I was raised with. But I felt that I was probably going to go to school and meet someone and get a degree where I could probably work like part-time with the right. potential of maybe like hopping back into that field after raising kids for a decade or two. Sure. Um, there are some interesting statistics. Um, in 2013... 
25% of Mormon women had full-time employment compared to the national average, which is 39%. Um, however, there are more um, Mormon women who work part-time than the national average. So mm-hmm. it kind of does level out that Mormon women are working the same amount as women on, like nationally. However, it is kind of interesting that full-time work just isn't as prevalent right. in our culture. And some of the, the rhetoric that was taught in young women's was that having a career really is a, f- a fallback plan. Like you go to school, you get your degree, you get your education so that you can be well-rounded, so that you can teach your children and that well you have rounded, a fallback. Because you're pregnant <laughs> with babies. Yes. Just and kidding. that you have an option, like let's say that your husband dies. And that was... Sure. That's that was... Those were the, the exact like, words yeah. used in young women's. If your husband dies you have something that you can fall back on to provide for your family. My goodness, you prepared, you know. Yeah. Um, I watched a really long seminary video about this when I was like Whoa, 16 or 17. This was not video. that long ago where there was a seminary video about this girl that goes into the attic. She discovers her mom's, like, diplomas, and she's like, Mom, why'd you give it up? She's like, I found something better. You know, and she's like, which was That's raising you. And she's like, she's like, but I always had the option of, Let's say something happens to your dad. I can always go back. So that was, and that wasn't weird to me at the time. I was like, oh yeah, like being a mom is like the best thing that can happen, which I mean, yes, yes, it is like, it's fantastic. But we are taught that you can't do both. That's that as your your responsibility as a mom to be there and be present. Not that you can't do both that you shouldn't. Yeah. There's like a low key thing that like, that any, if you choose anything other than a hundred percent being a mom, that you're kind of choosing the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's not um, my favorite. And some of this stems from fear. There have been some interesting statements made by church leaders, including a prophet, President Kimball. This is a quote that he said in 1973. He said, The husband is expected to support his family, and only in an emergency should a wife secure outside employment. Her place is in the home to build the home into a heaven of delight. I beg you, you, so this is important, could and should be. Bearing and rearing a family, wives come home from the typewriter, the laundry, the nursing, come home from the factory, the cafe. So if you have a prophet that says that, and um, then obviously you want to follow the prophet. You want to be a good Mormon wife and mother, and you don't want to like pit your will against God's. Um, But I think that this is definitely a prophet's opinion. And um, this was counsel that he believed was appropriate at the time, but this is, I believe, incorrect. Um, and damaging. I think, and it kind of, it really bothers me yeah. that, the, like, not only does he say come home from any kind of career, mm-hmm. the careers he lists. <laughs> I like, I, from I, the laundry, like, from I'm like, the typewriter, yeah. I just cringe. Like, where does it say CEO or right. professor or right. doctor? Like, and I just like, and I, uh-huh. it, I think that we, it, a lot of it is cultural. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I don't think, I don't think this is just a church problem, right? Like no, this that's, world, that's like, so important. You know, like this worldwide out. cultural right. issue of, of women just not being given opportunities or not even like just people not looking at it as an option. Right. So where do these philosophies even come from? Right. I think that we have a deep tradition of putting a man in this corner and a woman in this corner and this is what men do and this is what women do. Um, men are traditionally supposed to be the providers and the protectors and women are supposed to be the nurturers right and there's nothing wrong with that if that's what you want to do like like men absolutely can provide and protect women could actually absolutely like nurture if your wife and your husband is like i want to protect you and you're like okay great Mm -hmm. 
that's awesome. Right. But if you're a wife and you're like, I want to protect you, and your husband's like, cool. Yeah. That's great, too. Absolutely. And so, if anything, I think, that'd be cooler. Right. Because women are tough. Men are weenies. <laughs> it kind of stems also from, I just want to quickly touch on the family proclamation, which says, um, by divine design, fathers are to preside over their families in love and righteousness and are responsible to provide the necessities of life and protection for their families. Mothers are primarily responsible for the nurture of their children. In these sacred responsibilities, fathers and mothers are obligated to help one another as equal partners. So the verbiage of that, I think that's very powerful. What it's saying is that we need to provide for and protect and nurture kids. That's, I think that that's what it's saying. Um, but I think that we can get confused and say, oh, man must do this, woman must do this, right. and any crossing of those roles right. is bad. That's not true. There's also not a lot of um, awareness and accommodations and options for new moms that have to breastfeed. And um, it's just a physical um, factor that is not talked about and, and not addressed. Moms have just had this traumatic bodily experience where they pushed a kid out and like there's a lot of healing that has to happen. There's a lot of like emotional and like biological like things that women have to deal with and there's no room for that right. usually um, in a corporate environment. And the thing that I want to stress is that hiring empathetic, intelligent women is going to make you more successful. Your business will be more successful if you bring in Women who have that other point of view, women are such contributors and everyone benefits when you nurture yeah. women's opportunities right. 100% of the time. The company I work for right now, we do ads for like various products and some a lot of the products end up being like targeted towards women mm-hmm. and we're all men <laughs> and like we're editing ah! it and shooting it and we're like, we literally sit back at the script and everything and we're like, Oh we don't know if this is going to work. And so luckily some women have decided to work for us because they took pity on us. And, <laughs> and, and it's like when we literally, we have to take the scripts and the videos and, and now like we're hiring more women too. But like this is, and we're growing, you know, like it's just because we're growing. But but it, it's a, it's really important because yeah. there's like so much. Everyone. Like, everyone is, everyone benefits when yeah, you everyone benefits. include women in the conversation. Obviously there's exceptions, but um Okay, I wanted to talk a little bit about my experience meeting career women for the first time. I came to BYU and I, obviously people are getting educations and that's great, but they're students. And I went to this panel where there was this female CEO and she started this company. Cool. It's a baby moccasin company. Like they do little baby shoes. They're cute. so cute. Love and that. like the Kardashians were buying them. It was like a big deal. Um... She talked about work-life balance, and she said that she has a nanny come do homework and chores with kids, and then she comes home at night, and she, like, hangs out and plays with them. And I remember that being so radical. right. Crazy. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, she just goes to work, and then she comes home and plays with them, and, like, the nanny does all that other stuff. Like, here's the thing. What we're trying to, like, share in this episode is that there isn't one right answer, and that, like moms are smart like women are smart they are going to find a balance that works for them if they are given the opportunity to experiment with that balance i don't know if that's true (laughs) it is like no it is some moms it's like so wonderful that they get to stay home and that's like where they want to be and we need to nurture that and never mom shame stay at home moms because it's freaking hard like that's so like worthy and wonderful and then some moms they need for mental health reasons for sanity for whatever they need to have something that takes them out of the home so they can work. That's also wonderful. And, like, we need to just understand that 
There is no one size fits all. And if this CEO mom is like has a nanny and comes home and like plays Legos and like goes to bed, that's also fine. And there was another professor on this panel who like she makes a lot more money than her husband. He cut back on hours so that he can do things like driving kids to soccer practice mm-hmm. and back. And it's so interesting because they talk about their jobs at like church and in their social groups. And everyone always thinks that he's the professor instead of her. That would drive me nuts. Because, like, I, especially if my my wife, like, she works so uh-huh. freaking hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Like, yeah, like, I mean, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you work hard. But the point is that, like, it's going to be a little messy. Like, mm-hmm. it, there's not a perfect way to do it. And, and, like, I'm sure that there are a lot of working moms that wish they could be there with their kids more. I think that there's a lot of stay-at-home moms that wish that they were out there. Right. Like, in the workforce, it's not going to be perfect. And what's important is that we don't judge moms that's all i want for the world yeah no it's honestly, it's, it's, it's you know? finding it's just finding like satisfaction and joy where you're at mm-hmm. whatever you decide whatever you choose right and 100 and so i know that you've touched on a little bit like in your marriage your wife is interested in pursuing a career and you support her in that and you've mentioned that sometimes she feels a little guilty for wanting to pursue a career right. i'd love for there to be a day where women don't feel yeah. guilty for entering the workforce exactly and they felt like people wanted them there i think that's the best thing that guys can do is just to be like just very open like what's your dream let's make and then what Mm -hmm. they share and then like let's make it happen right because i feel like that's how as a guy that's what my whole life has been Mm -hmm. what's your dream let's make it happen so i feel like women deserve the same yeah i just wanted to um give a parting spiritual thought if i may um i was um watching the new book of mormon videos have you seen those they're so good like, I think they're so, it's just so quality. And the one that came out recently was Alma the Younger gives this amazing discourse talk? on faith. Talk? We call them talks. Um, talk. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> on faith. It's Alma chapter 32 in the Book of Mormon. If you want to go look it up, it's actually my favorite chapter in the Book of Mormon. He gives this amazing talk about how to um, increase your faith and what faith really means. And um, there was a line that stood out to me that I've never heard before even though I've read the Book of Mormon multiple times, things just jump out at you. In verse 22, he says, um, And now, behold, I say unto you, I would that you should remember that God is um, merciful unto all who believe on his name. Therefore, he desireth in the first place that ye should believe, yea, even his word. And now he imparteth his word by angels unto men, yea, and not only men, but women also. And I, I think that him including that, hundreds of years before the Savior was even born, so this is thousands of years ago, the um, the inclusion of women in this scripture far before we started talking about women's rights and how women are equal, this is really um, uplifting to me. So what can we do today to make a difference? And how can we like give women these opportunities? I think that we can talk to girls about what their dreams and goals are, exactly like what you were saying. Um, And we can tell them what their options are and and tell them, like, this is what you can do to um, make progress towards having a full-time career, if you want, and and educating them on what that looks like and letting them know that there's multiple options and that they can do anything that they want to do. Literally. Please leave your comments below to thank Sam for all of the work she put into this episode because I didn't do anything. Um... (laughs) And then let us know, I guess, maybe like share your experiences, you know. Yeah, we'd love to hear from you on those things. So please comment below. And... and then please like the video, share, and subscribe to the channel so we can keep giving you more 
good things. Yeah, and we are going to talk more about this topic as well in coming episodes, so stick around. Thanks so much, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you want to watch our videos, check us out on YouTube or shoot us a message on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter.